Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Kimberly Miguel Mullen is back in this week's episode of the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Hi, I'm Dallas Travers, and back in episode 17, Kimberly shared her inspiring journey toward a six-figure business. So today, we take things further because we get to clarify her next-level offering, but we had to be super intentional. If you recall from her last episode, one of Kimberly's biggest lessons was the value of simplification. So the last thing I wanted us to do was create another offering that took away that freedom and time she had worked so hard to create for herself over this last year. So we do come up with a pretty awesome next level offering, but it took some work because Kimberly fell into the same thinking that a lot of coaches do, which is this assumption that the only way to add value is to add more, more content, more time, more stuff. And a lot of times that extra stuff is just that extra stuff. You'll see what I mean inside the episode. So with that, here's Kimberly. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hi, Kimberly. Welcome back. Hi, Dallas. You just can't get enough, huh? <laughs> hey, any chance that I get to be with Dallas is just a great day. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. So in the intro, I reminded everyone that just a few episodes ago, we talked through what you've created with your studio and the fact that you tripled your net revenue this year and had all of these other really great celebrations, which led us to realizing there's a next phase for you. So for everyone listening, I invited Kimberly back so that we could actually coach through building out this next phase in her offering. So where I'd like to start today, just fill everyone in a little bit on what KMM Dance Studio offers and what is the current structure of that membership. Um, And then we'll dive in and figure out what, if anything, there's a big asterisk here, right? What, if anything, you want to add as a next level offering. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. I'm ready. Yeah, good. Okay. So the current offering right now, basically I opened the studio in May of 2019. So the membership is is now grown. Um, We are almost to 200 members in the studio, um, a global membership. Um, We 
have um, most of the the big majority of them have been with the studio since the beginning. So it's really exciting. They're ready for the next level. And um, what we're currently offering right now are the way that it's set up is that there's an on-demand section Mm -hmm. um, where they get um, um, on-demand classes at stream anytime, basically. Then they have the option of live classes. And I'll typically do two of those between two to four a month, depending on the actual month and the scheduling and my schedule, because I I do um, travel quite a bit. Um, So we have live pop-ups that also enables me to shoot classes wherever I'm at in the world. And so it's really cool for um, the virtual dance studio members to come to Italy with me or come to different parts of the world, Hawaii, and and see the places that I'm working in. So there's that component. Um, There is a virtual office hours, a monthly virtual office hours, where we actually do a watch party on a performance. And I narrate the performance and talk about what the dancer's doing and what the rhythms are that that, um, we're hearing um, through the music. And just really kind of try to bring in um, the purpose of what we're training for inside the studio, um, which is ultimately performance and then teaching um, to actually get to the point where we can actually teach, if that's the direction that they want to go in. We also have special events. Uh, We invite guest teachers from the countries where these dances originate in Cuba and Brazil to teach um, both live classes and um, and on-demand classes. So when I'm traveling in Cuba, I work with professional dancers in Cuba. They film um, classes for me, um, and then um, I'm able to put those through because the Wi-Fi connection in Cuba is not a place where we can do lives. Right. Um, so, and, and just recently, because now everyone is kind of keen to online um, online uh, classes, I am now bringing in Brazilians from Brazil to teach oh, classes to the cool. studio. So it's just, you know, it's so, so dynamic. I feel like, I feel like Dallas, when we really kind of um, plan this out, we really left no stone unturned. <laughs> They're yeah, getting a, a robust program. Yeah, very robust. Yeah. Um, so the special events, um, I did a, a workshop series on fundamentals. And right now I'm doing a level up challenge, which is dance conditioning, um, which is probably something that I'll be offering as a weekly offering at least once a week. I'll be doing conditioning classes so that we can all stay in shape to be better dancers. Got it. Okay, good. So you said earlier that your audience or at least a portion of your membership, they're ready for the next level. They're ready for more. Are you I would love to, you know, I, I love going deeper into the work. And so, yes, I am ready to do this. I do have some considerations around how to structure that. And um, also so that I can provide again, um, the most value to the students and then also like how to make it work inside of my lifestyle. Yeah, that's great. I think it's so easy as a coach because we just we love the we love the work we do. We love the people that we serve. So it's so easy when we get requests or feedback to default to yes, right? Like yes, I'm gaming. Yes, we can do that. And sometimes we not sometimes always we need to calibrate back to our values and our vision 
because the last thing I ever want anyone listening or you or me, any of us, is to find ourselves in a position where we feel trapped or stuck in our business because that can just lead to resentment and a whole host of other things. So I heard you really clearly. You like going deeper. And if it's the right next level offering to match your lifestyle and your values, you're all in. Absolutely. And I have to be careful about that. And so I'm really glad that you reminded me of that. I'm a pleaser. I'm just like, okay, you want that? I'll do it. <laughs> and then I'm in it and I go, why did, you know, why did I do this? And I'm stressed out and um, barely keeping it together, overwhelmed, you know, yeah. by my own, um, by my own commitments. Yeah. Um, I'm no one to blame but myself. So it's really good to check in with that. And I think it's also important for everyone listening to hear this. More content doesn't always increase the value of a program. In fact, sometimes more content, what it does is just create overwhelm uh, for, for, for you, right? Because you're making all this content all the time. But for your students and your members, more is not always better. And it's really easy to get stuck in that time equals value mindset right? Like, oh, well, if two to four pop-up classes a month is great, then eight to 10 would be even better. And then you may find that your membership, and I don't know if you've uncovered this yet uh, or not, starts to feel like, I got to quit this because I can't keep up, right? So we have to find what that balance is. Okay. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. And and yes, um, the feedback survey, when people counsel, um, a lot of them are saying that they just they don't have time, you know, to keep up with the level of um, of content that, and they feel kind of left behind. Yeah. Um, and I do have side conversations with some of my students um, that that um, revolve around no more. It's good the way it is, you know, <laughs> right. because I because because you know, it's so easy. It's so easy to think that more um, is is the way to go always, you know, and it's hard to kind of wrap if you're used to that mentality, it's hard to wrap your mind around like less is yeah. more, but it's so true when so many people have so many, you know, busy schedules yeah. and they want to go deeper with less. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So just so that everyone is tracking here, we want to make sure that your studio, my programs, everyone listening, that they are custom built to match our ideal clients, which means that there will be some people who sign up for the dance studio who say, well, this is way too much because they're not an ideal client, right? But when the ideal clients are also leaving, then we have a problem. So you raised this question a while ago inside the Six Figure Coach Club, and my feedback for you was, don't ask me, ask your members. So you went and you created a survey for your membership, asking them what? Your specific feedback was to survey them, to ask them what they want. So I created a survey through Jotform and sent okay. it to them. I asked them their price range, what okay. their price range, what they're willing to pay, how long um, they would like the the program to go? Okay. Um, and I'm calling what I'm calling this Dallas is a men mentorship program. Got it. So this um, is probably so, for the people who see themselves as like or who are on the the teacher training track. Is that accurate? Exactly. Okay. It's for it's for the the um, the the students who eventually would like to progress into performance and teaching. Got it. 
Okay. So not the people who are there because they, it's really fun and the work, it's a great workout, but the people who are really on that performance. You know, there were a few, some of the, some of it was some, there were some people that asked for conditioning and Mm -hmm. just, um, and just to get better doing what you do, get better at the dances to feel more comfortable in the dances, but not necessarily, they didn't actually say that they, their goal was to perform or to teach. Okay, great. Okay. So you asked about the price, the commitment. What else? The commitment. I asked them what they would like to do. And, um, that was, that involved, um, conditioning, Mm -hmm. um, that involved research Hmm. that involved, um, like private lessons or small group lessons, um, the performance aspect, the teaching aspect, nutrition. Hmm. I asked them if they wanted, you know, a customized plan. Um, um, and a lot of them said yes. <laughs> um, but they, I also asked them like the duration. So um, there was a VIP, like a one day option that I asked them if they were interested in. There was a weekend option. I asked them if a three-month commitment would be great or a whole year. What did they say? Um, most of them said um, th- a three-month commitment. Three there were a couple that said the VIP day would be great uh-huh. for them, and maybe one that said the intensive, like a weekend kind of thing. Um, and the majority said three months, and there were a few one year one year. Yeah. I I feel like if I had answered that question, I would have totally chosen three months because it's like, well, let's see how this goes. Mm -hmm. Right. Three months is a length of time. And then like, I'll be open to committing to more. So, okay. So your first step was surveying your audience. So this is for everyone listening before you go and decide what your next offering is going to be. Please don't just pull it out of the sky or out of your imagination Right, you can start with that, but then you've got to check in with your audience. We've all made that mistake at least once. <laughs> then now we all have all this feedback from your audience. So what I recommend doing is getting rid of outliers. So looking at this list of what people want, now we run it through your Kimberly preferences and values and priorities. So something that really stands out for me on this is nutrition. You're not opening a nutrition aspect to this, are you? Well, I do have my own discipline uh, eating regimen that I follow just so I can stay in top dancer shape. You know, Mm -hmm. it's more of an anti-inflammatory protocol that I follow. Um, So not nothing like a cleanse or anything like that, but just certain kind of foods that help benefit um, uh, anti-inflammation in the joints and muscles and things like that. Okay, so that doesn't seem totally off as, as off track as I thought. Okay, so looking at this list of what they were asking for, is there anything on here that for you is a no? Absolutely not. No, cool. I mean everything is everything. I feel is doable. Okay, um, what on this list really lights you up? The three month obligation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, I think the three months for me as well is doable because I do traveling and there are times when I travel for a month, um, when I travel to the Caribbean and I'll be gone for a month and sometimes I'm out of um, Wi-Fi range. I travel to remote places where there's no Wi-Fi. And so 
um, it's nice to kind of have that, you know, that three month window of working and then to know that I have about one month when I can go and do my own professional research and, um, you know, travel and go work with master artists and do my own research so I can bring material back to the studio. Okay, great. So working in those three month sprints feels really good for you. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, so we've got this list. You've heard from your audience. You are all in on a next level offering. How can I help you clarify what this is today? I think I really, I I want to be able to find a happy medium for um, being able to provide them with what they want, um, just to get clear around how many offerings I'm going to provide them for a higher level um, a, a membership fee mm-hmm. um, and to accommodate what most of them have um, have asked for. How do I give them the most value inside of the price bracket that they're asking for? What is the price bracket? Let's get really clear on that. So I did survey them. The, the survey went from $50 a month to like, you know, it ended up being like, um, like a $500 a month service. Mm-hmm. And um, or fee, and everyone chose the fifty dollar to one hundred and fifty dollar, which mm-hmm. was like the lowest bracket. Everyone, okay. Mm-hmm. So what? Okay, I'm just like gathering myself here for a moment because one thing we have to be really clear about, Kimberly, is if you're going to offer this. And we took the energy and the time and the investment it takes from you. We have to ask ourselves, if I directed this much energy, time, and investment into the regular membership, could I actually generate more revenue? Um, yes, actually, probably. <laughs> All right, and this episode is over. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> and there's this, uh, yes. There's this There's this other piece that is hard to put your finger on, right? Because I have an inner circle offering and it and the time and energy that I put into it, if I put that into marketing the Six Figure Coach Club, I I would make more money doing that. But I also love working intimately with people and I, I can't quite put a price tag on that. So you and I could be in agreement there, but we have to just be aware, um, Uh, aware of what you're committing to and what you're creating and what that could potentially take away from. Exactly. And you're right. I do. I, I'm, I'm a teacher through and through. There are some inside of the, the, the studio that are ready for that next level. Mm -hmm. And, um, they're what they, they're what I'd like to kind of separate them out, you know, um, amongst the all level kind of classes. So like these, this higher membership um, would be a more advanced training. It would be more geared towards their specific skill level. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of tripped up on, on how to structure this is because, um, is because of everyone's, you know, varied skill level. And, um, but I'm thinking there might be a way, Dallas, and you tell me what you think about this, because I've seen so many people do it like this, is doing, I really like that, um, the the model of the small group coaching. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So if I could get um, a group of, of dancers that are at the, somewhat at the same level, 
mm-hmm. then maybe offering them um, small group classes where we're working on very specific things that are geared towards their level and then maybe offer them two privates or you know two semi-private small group classes okay. twice a month. So f- two classes twice a month. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you mean weekly then? I, I, I'm confused at that part. So I'm sorry, two, yeah, so it'd be two classes a month um, of the actual, right, so of the actual small group classes that are geared for them. Okay, and how small is the group? That comes to mind was four. Four. So just for our listeners, Kimberly's cutting out a little bit, so what she said was four members. Okay, Kimberly, so if you're thinking about Small groups of four, this is where things get scalable because four times 150 is $600 a month per group, mm-hmm. right? And if this is a three-month commitment, now you're looking at 1800 right, per group. If it's two groups, now you're looking at 3600 which is because your monthly membership is $36, right? No, it's 25 oh, it's 25 okay. Right. Okay, great. Okay. So let's talk, let's go with this and see. So if you know you're meeting with these groups, groups of four, twice a month, what is the, I'm using this term loosely, but what is the curriculum? Actually, let me back it up. What is the promise of these three months? So at the end of the three months, what I'm the student, what's going to happen for me? They will um, improve on a specific dance that we will work on. I'm actually thinking about throwing in a performance. Ah, okay. Some type of virtual performance, mm-hmm. which I think at the, at this level, these four uh, students would probably be um, really craving that opportunity. Great. So, a virtual performance for the studio. How's that? So good. Totally. So good. I just got chills. <laughs> The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the coach class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay, so we're going to go deeper into a specific dance. The goal is a performance. Going back to this list of what they said they wanted, teaching, conditioning, conditioning, you already have, you're adding that into the regular membership. Great. So we have research, uh, nutrition, performance, a customized like protocol. Which of these match, like align with this promise of delivering a performance on a specific dance after 90 days? You know, I think research, actually. Great. I think research would be probably the more advanced um, 
commitment for these particular dancers. So actually having them do their own research on the particular dance um, um, and, you know, doing their own kind of theatrical kind of, there's an, there's a theatrical uh, component to this work too, where they have to embody the character of the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would have, they would have homework to do. Got it. Got it. So how do you envision then? So, and then the third piece would be actual dancing. <laughs> right. Because they ha- also have the, the membership, you know, schedule um, yeah. of two live pop-ups a month, the guest teachers that are coming in as well. But if they're so, learning a specific dance, wouldn't you also spend time in the small group working on the, the, Oh yes. Those yeah. would be the private. I think those those classes right now are are live pop up classes are are sixty minutes, but I think mm-hmm. I would like to prolong um, extend the time on that to an hour and a half. Um, and so, so for twice a month, for people in the small group, they come to the pop up class, they do the regular workout, and then they stay an extra thirty minutes for the training mm-hmm. on the actual dance. I was actually thinking that we would meet separately outside, so they would get two extra classes a month in the small group sessions for an hour and a half. Okay. So now we're that looking. One, yeah, exactly. That. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah. You, Am I over committing? <laughs> you can't see me right now, but I'm looking at Kimberly sideways. It just feels like a lot, Kimberly, for, okay. for the amount of revenue. Okay. What? I, I mean, what, it's your, it's your life. But, it's your life. It's your business. But $150 for a weekly like time with you where I'm just sharing you with three other people, mm-hmm. it just doesn't sound, it sounds exhausting to me. Okay. So I like the idea of what you're saying because I didn't even, this never even entered my brain, but I really liked that you said so they would come to the regular class and then they would stay after and then yep. we would go deeper. Yep. Aha. Uh-huh. And then you could also have, because the class, like whatever the dance is going to be, you could have, they could be required to practice at home for a certain number of hours every week or mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could also, so if we're meeting twice a month, one of those meetings is all focused on the, on what I need to be taught uh, by you regarding the research and the theatrical embodiment. Mm-hmm. Right. And then one of those classes would be more heavily focused on dance rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that. Okay. So with the two offerings, I think I just need to make sure the two um, meetings that we, the meetups that we have, the two times a month meetups that we have, that would be one would be rehearsal. Mm hmm. And then one would be technique. Great. And those two times a month meetups are really after the the studio's live pop up normal class. Okay. Is that is that what you were saying? Hey, it could be, but I, I'm sort of seeing like three branches on this tree. Okay. Okay. One branch is the actual dance rehearsal, so that I can show up and get the steps right for the performance. Hmm. The way we tackle that is staying late from the pop-ups. 
Okay. And one of the two small group meetings is is more heavily dance focused, even if it's the, the whole yes. class is rehearsal. So technique. So, technique. Got it. Then we have this other branch of the tree, which is research. Mm-hmm. And a third branch of the, tea, the tree, I may be wrong here, but is theatrical embodiment, which is different from technique. Is that accurate? Correct. Okay. Yes. So we've got one small group meeting a month. Which You're is- so good, Dallas. <laughs> You're just getting everything. <laughs> the Capricorn in me is coming out. You're so great. Let's make a list. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> so the first meeting, I'm just making this up here. Let's say you meet every, the first and third Thursday of the month. The first okay. Thursday of the month is dance rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Great. The second Thursday of the month, we spend half of that time talking through or coaching around the research component. There's Mm -hmm. work they have to do on their own. Mm -hmm. So you could even have like design it where they're showing up and sharing what they learned or like you could kind of think, I don't know enough about this work to really give a lot of guidance there. The second half of that meeting is on theatrical embodiment. Mm -hmm. Those are also two categories where they're doing work at home. Right. You know, and as a bonus, you can add in your nutrition protocol that you follow. Okay. It's not something you necessarily coach around, but it's a bonus that they get when they join. That sounds, that's perfect. Is there a reason why your small group can't be six? No, not at all. I mean, if I can, if there are six people of the same, I guess the only um, limitation would be finding six people that are all in the same level. And, and maybe you can let go of that a little bit. Like it, it wouldn't work to have me as one of the students. I've never done this kind of dance. <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you got moves. <laughs> I've seen your stories. Not those kind of moves. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Like if I'm saying like, okay, guys, like this, this is a certain level that we're working at. If you are comfortable working in that level, come on in. You're welcome to come. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So So just so they know, I'm not going to be teaching down. Yes. To accommodate them. Yep. Okay. And so this sounds like in order to be a right fit, there's a, what you're asking for is a commitment level. A commitment to doing the work on their own, a commitment to challenging themselves as dancers, but also a commitment to learning and embodying the culture, which is such a big priority for you as well. So if I'm if I'm relatively new and I'm all in for that, um, then I qualify and I'm probably in the second row for the <laughs> performance. I'm in the back row. For the- <laughs> <laughs> But I I just, so now you can have a group and really it could even be eight people because what we're building here, and I want to just step aside for a moment and loop all of our listeners in. When I talk about group programs or courses, I often talk about Mm client-led, content-led, and then a combo. So client-led, this is a traditional coaching model where the client shows up, right? So how's it going? What do you want to work on today? And the coach kind of follows the client's lead. 
Then we've got the content-led, which is a lot like the six-figure coach club, right? Where it's, this is what we're going through. Here's all of the training curriculum. And I'm going to coach you around this curriculum in our monthly calls. And then there's this combo, which is like, it's a combination, right? A little bit of both. What I'm hearing based on our conversation today is this is a content-led program. Correct. It's not even really a combo. You're going to do some coaching and answering questions, but it's going to be in a very specific container around a chosen dance, the like theatrical embodiment related to the, those, the characters in that dance, and the research, again, connecting back to that dance. This is interesting that you said that because um, now it kind of just opened up my brain. And maybe you were already thinking this because you said content-led. There... Um, you know, I guess in my brain, I'm like, I'm thinking they want live, um, live classes with me or live time with me and, you know, in real time. But now that you just mentioned the content led and knowing that that's a big part of the studio, there is no reason why I wouldn't be able to, to record a couple of classes for them and then just upload them into the studio that they have special access to those classes and they have to work on those classes so that then those 30 minute time frames when we're meeting in real time would be way more productive. A hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Oh, okay. Now I'm starting to see it, Dallas. Like I think I just needed to really open my brain. Great. So now I can't think of why this group couldn't be eight, 10 or 12 people. Correct. Now you don't have to have three groups of four, right? You can meet for like one group of whoever qualifies and is committed, right? And I I would limit it to, and you can decide on what that number is because they are asking for something that feels a little bit more um, exclusive, right? And also like if, if there's going to be a performance, what does that look like? But then now you don't have to pile on all of these two-hour appointments every month in order to get this inner circle piece up and going. I think, yeah, I just needed to kind of like think outside of the box. And really, I think this is why this session is so useful for me, Dallas, is because you always seem to kind of like show me that there are um, the possibilities of, of, of maximizing digital, um, content, you know, and how to really like use um, to my advantage. And, um, and I wasn't thinking of like that. I was thinking of the old paradigm. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So um, let me hear what okay. I understand. Okay. The yeah, let's do this. Of this group. And then you tell me what I'm missing here. Okay. So the, in order to qualify, this is really about your commitment level. Um, there's no teaching down here. The promise of at the end of this 90-day program is a small group performance where they will fully embody the theatrical, uh, the, the character that they're playing. They will feel incredibly informed or knowledgeable about the background behind this dance, the culture around this dance. They'll also know now how to research other dances moving forward because you're going to walk them through that process. They will have spent a lot of time practicing on their own, practicing as a small group, and uh, continuing practicing after the pop-up classes. So those are the promises. The structure is two uh, meetings a month. The first one is dance rehearsal. 
The second is uh, focusing on research as well as the theatrical embodiment piece. There's also now um, two other classes for them that you're hosting anyhow. It's staying late after the uh, main pop-up workout for the regular studio. Great. And it's a three-month commitment. And it's a three-month commitment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I love about this is you shared, you know, you'd love to travel. You also love feeling like there's two parts of you, right? You love feeling grounded and knowing you have a home base. You also love the freedom to pick up and go when and if you choose, right? You know and me I well. Think, I think this, I think what we did here was create a high value experience for people without it monopolizing your calendar. Great. Correct. I love it. I do too. This is, this is incredible. I can't wait to present this to the membership. They're going to be so excited. I think so. I do. I really do. All right. So before we wrap up, what if anything else, just to, so that we know you're really clear on this, what if anything else do you want to ask me or touch on before we say goodbye? Uh, I think we covered it to be honest. Um, I'm, I potentially could follow a, a similar protocol if these, these, uh, if there are dancers that want to do teaching, because I think they're two separate, right? Would, would you say that I could kind of follow the structure I bet. or the teaching curriculum as well? Yeah, I bet. I don't know, again, enough about what it takes to teach this well, mm-hmm. but it, it's definitely a jumping off point for you. Right. Yeah. And I think what I'll do is just start, um, if you think that this is the right um, strategy, is to start out with the performance, with the structure, and to see how it works for me. I love and it. Then, and then also have the flexibility to kind of tweak it if I need to. Great. All right. Congratulations. You have a next level offering. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Really, I'm so grateful. Oh, you're welcome. So I want to just summarize what we did for everyone listening in case they are also thinking of a next level offering. So the first thing was you had the idea, right? Or you asked the question, what's, what's next? The second step was instead of just answering it yourself, you surveyed your audience. Yes. Then we gathered the data You didn't have any outliers. There was nothing in their feedback that was a hell no for you. But for our listeners, just because people are asking for it doesn't mean you have to give it if it doesn't align with your values or your business model. So I would go through and essentially audit the feedback to get rid of any outliers. Okay. Step four was then to begin to uh, like play around with the structure within the parameters of the feedback. So we had a parameter here, which was $150 a month. Oh, by the way, it's not $50 a month, Kimberly. It's $150. 150 I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this is definitely worth it. Every penny. Yeah, no question. no question. I don't think anyone's going to question this at yeah. all. Great. So now we know our parameters. So let me just feel into what this structure could look like. And then what I did as I was coaching you was uh, I sort of stepped into devil's advocate a little bit, but really asking myself, where can this be simpler? 
right? And and where are we making false assumptions? So this assumption immediately that it has to be small groups of four, or this assumption immediately that we have to match people by level. I just started asking, like, is that really true? Do we is that really a rule we have to follow? Sometimes it is. Other times it is not, but we just want to begin to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And then the last piece is really running the new offering through your own values litmus test, right? Does this align with the way I want to run my business? Does this align with where I want to spend my time? Does this align with the lifestyle I want to build? And I would say there's probably another piece here, which I glossed over, which would be like, what am I giving up, if anything, but what am I giving up in order to do this offering? So that goes back to the conversation we had about, okay, if you took all of this time and devoted it to just promoting the main membership, could you make that much money or more? And I think the answer is yes, but you're ready to go deeper, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that intangible, intangible way you also monetize, air quotes there, um, just out of the joy and the connection that you create with this next level offering. Good. Well, thank you for coming back. Thank you so much for having me, Dallas. I just love you so much. And you've given me so much value here. And again, just kind of like in perfect Dallas fashion, just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. So for everyone listening, I hope also just breaking that down there at the end was helpful for you when you think about what your next offering is. So with that, let's sign off. Thanks again, Kimberly. Good luck with this offering. Thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then... Keep going on your six-figure journey.